Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock, and your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take 5, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen. I am so glad to be with you today. We have a special guest and I am so honored that um, Dr. Tina Shermer Sellers is spending time with us today. She is a therapist, a sex therapist, educator, speaker, author, mother, and wife. And I want you to know that we are going to say words like sex. So if you are in the presence of people you do not want to hear that word in front of, you might want to pause and come back to it. Um, so, <laughs> so Tina, so glad you're here. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here with you. I thought it was really uh, important to bring you on because you do so much work with children and teenagers and parents and families around sexual health and intimacy. And I find that throughout, you know, parenthood, there are ebbs and flows of our sexual um, relationship with our partner. And oftentimes, you know, we joke about the headache, uh, but there often is that reality of the kids and there's just too much going on and you know you got to get in a rut and and so I wondered if you might be able to give us some pointers to help us move out of that rut if we're in it well you know I think this is especially a good question for heterosexual couples and and that is because way back and I don't even know when <laughs> heterosexual couples, their sexuality was proscribed. Okay. In other words, it was made to look a particular way. It was made to look like penis and vagina sex. And, um, and that's, the, that's what good sex was. It always was penis and vagina sex. And it was focused around how the penis functioned. It was about his pleasure. It often didn't matter whether she had pleasure or not. And so it became transactional. Mm. You know, so someone's thinking, well, when was the last time? Better put it on the list. It becomes a chore on the list. And I actually don't believe that that's the intention of sex or sexuality. Like, I don't know how many people have asked themselves the question, what kind of sex is worth having? Which is it a really important question when you have littles or anybody in your house? Because life is demanding. And sex should be like, I don't know, your favorite dessert. It should be a treat. It should be something that we look forward to and enjoy. It should be a relief, right? 
I mean, it should be like a good orgasm. It should be good. You know, so what kind of sex is worth having? And you both need to think about, are we having connection and pleasure when we come together? And that Mm -hmm. is not going to look the same the first year of your marriage the second year, the third year, the fourth year, whether you have children or not. And it certainly is not going to look that way after you have kiddos that first year or second year or third year or fourth year, because it's different every single year. Mm -hmm. And so if you're not able to talk about, you know what, this is what it looks like for me today or this week or right now or whatever. And it might be, I'm going to sit in the bath. I want you to sit next to me and pour me a glass of champagne. And that's what it's going to look like. And God gave you hands. So that's what it's going to look like today. (laughs) Because it's just about connection and pleasure. If the high desire partner is the man, they're like, he won't put up with that. And I'm like, you know what? If you're pulling away from him every single time, because you're afraid you're going to let he's, you know, if you touch him at all, it's going to, the train's going to be out of the station. So you guys are never touching He is so lonely, I can't tell you, and he wants intimacy with you. And he would rather masturbate and then just be close to you because Mm. he misses you so much. Because I've learned that from men. Mm. So you have got to learn to widen out what your definition of sex and sexuality is and make sure it's connection and pleasure. And then change it up, change it up all the time. What's, what can it be? What can it be this week? What can it be this week? What can it be this week? Try taking intercourse off the table for, I don't know, two weeks and see if you can figure out how to make love in other ways. Other ways, other ways. Imagine other ways you can make love where in PV is not it for either one of you. <laughs> PV is not it for either one of you and see what you come up with. How creative can you be? So what, what do you do if the, if the female, if we're talking about heterosexual couples, if the female has um, the high a high, yeah, yeah. the high desire partner, uh-huh. you know, in, in, in similar ways, and that's probably about 30% of couples, the high desire partner is the female. Again, you kind of have to look at, is it feeling transactional? Asking the low desire per- person, what kind of sex is worth having for you what let's let's put a piece of butcher paper inside our closet door and let's just write it down and sometimes if it's been really bad for a long time the first sentence out of the mouth is going to be no sex Mm. is worth having Mm. and you're like okay i hear that i hear it's been bad but that we have to start somewhere Mm. i am willing to listen and something that is connection and pleasure for you where we're together and we can start anywhere and if you can't answer it then you need to find a really really good marriage and family therapist who is also a sex therapist and you can go to aasect which is the american association of sex educators counselors and therapists.org and go to find a therapist and find one that after their name, it says MFT, that's marriage and family therapist. And they will also be a sex therapist. So someone who's trained in both. And then say, we, we don't know where to start, but we want to do connection and pleasure again. And we just let it get bad for too long. That's a great idea. And um, 
if you're listening, we will put that resource, uh, the website on the Facebook page so that you can access it um, immediately. I think that's very helpful for people. And, and oftentimes, you know, that's even covered by your insurance. Oh yeah. So your insurance will cover anxiety disorder or or cover um, adjustment disorder with anxiety or depressed features because you're, you're coming in with lots of things going on for you. And most of the time people are coming in, they're also not sleeping well. They're also depressed and anxious. They're also whatever and whatever. And one of those things is going to get covered by your insurance. That's a really great point because usually it's not in silo. No, heavens no. We are born, we come out of the womb seeking connection and pleasure. We know that an infant, toddler, if they do not get enough loving touch, they will suffer neurological damage and fail to and failure to thrive, right? You walk down the halls of an Alzheimer's unit. People do not have memory and they are seeking connection and pleasure. It's a really hard thing for caregivers to manage in Alzheimer's unit. You know, my mom is having sex with some guy down the hall. You know, it's not my, my father's been gone for 20 years, you know, whatever. But that is how we're wired. We are wired for connection and pleasure. God made us this way. I think it's a beautiful, wonderful thing. Well, in those middle years where we are listening to culture that is telling us to work, 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 and make it all about our kids, 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 we are failing to thrive. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.